This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Every hour, four people go missing in Australia. While most are found, the disappearance of one person can affect the lives of 12 others, according to the National Missing Persons Coordination Centre. This year's National Missing Persons Week aims to raise awareness about the impacts on families and communities when a loved one goes missing. Missing persons leave frayed edges. Stay connected is the key message of this year's campaign. While 35,000 people go missing every year in Australia, it rarely raises public interest. Helen Chong felt the same way about missing persons until her sister, Sally, disappeared in 2008. Before Sally disappeared, I never thought about missing persons or really it wasn't something that was on the top priority list or even knowing about missing persons. When Sally did go missing, I just could not believe that it happened to us. So it, it does hit hard and, yeah. Rebecca Klotz from the National Missing Persons Coordination Centre, NMPCC, says the impacts on family and friends of missing persons often include health consequences and financial costs. She says as soon as you feel concerned about the whereabouts of a person, you should report it to the police. If you do have those serious concerns, we ask people, we invite people to go straight to the police. Get the police on the investigation as soon as possible. If the worst thing that happens is they find the person safe and well, then so be it. The NMPCC says police are aware of the difficulties culturally and linguistically diverse communities face when dealing with reporting missing persons. Ms Klotz says the NMPCC has developed basic fact sheets in 14 different languages to raise awareness and to reach those communities. It is quite an issue within those culturally and linguistically diverse communities that there may be some hesitation to deal with police or to confront police or to approach police about these matters. And that's why we have partner, if you like, with SBS this year and also developing those just those basic fact sheets so that we can reach out into those communities and make them uh, aware that we're there to help. Some people may not want to go to the police about a missing person. Ms Klotz says it could be because they've had a negative experience or general mistrust of the police in their country of origin. It could be the country they're from and the connections they've had with authority figures in their own country. It might not have been one of good faith or one that they trusted. You know, in Australia here, police authority figures are very much trustworthy and there to help us and keep our community safe. And it's not to say that doesn't happen in other countries, but it may be a different experience that they've had. Helen Chong's family migrated to Australia from Hong Kong when she was a child. From her experience, she says children in other families had more freedom than hers. When I want to go over to my friend's place when I was a kid, um, it was always no. Uh, but then other kids, were their parents would just say yes all the time and I used to get really jealous. After her sister Sally went missing, she noticed her parents changed their views. Back then, my parents were probably a bit more conservative, like restrictive. Didn't really appreciate us sort of staying back late and partying till 2am or, you know, not coming home for dinner. But after the event, it just seemed like they, they'd realised how much they'd controlled us and they did free up. 
the way that they viewed life and, you know, tried to enjoy it a bit more, spend more time with us. Certainly they did a lot of things to try to avoid um, it ever happening again because they really saw what um, what damage it can do to to someone like my sister Sally. According to the NMPCC's data, around half of those who go missing are thought to be unintentionally missing who avoided telling anyone their whereabouts. Helen Chong says communication is crucial to staying connected with family and friends. From the experience, what I've sort of learnt from it is that, yeah, it is very important to stay connected and uh, from the outset someone may appear to be having a happy life or whatnot, but realistically they could be going through a whole raft of issues and that sort of opened me up to this feeling of always needing to ask if someone's okay. Eight years since her sister Sally disappeared, Helen Chong is still looking for her. She is still talking about her sister in the hope she'll be found. It is kind of a cold case right now because there's not much lead to go off. I guess the only thing you can do is just create awareness and put it out there in the hope that someone does see her face or she sees it and that she'll return. Rebecca Klotz from NMPCC says communication within family, friends and the wider community is key. If people are concerned about those around them, she urges people to discuss it before the person may go missing. In our community, behind every missing person, there's a family, there's friends, there's work colleagues, there's a community. What we're asking people to do is be on the lookout for these people. Missing people leave freight edges. We want people to stay connected, and if that means the community staying connected around concerns they have with regards to people in their community, then let's do it. Fact sheets are available in 14 different languages. For more information, visit missingpersons.gov.au. If you need an interpreter, contact TIS National Services on 131450. Feature prepared by Olga Klepova, and for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.